Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, AFC Oakwood 4, Hornsey and Highgate 3. And in our game of the week, the Wrongans 2, Atletico Cerezo 5. thought this would be a tighter game than it turned out to be. I actually predicted a 2-1 Wrongans win. They had been playing pretty well of late. They had picked up wins over Oakwood in the league recently. So I thought they'd handle a team maybe of lesser ability than Oakwood in Atletico Cerezo, but it didn't turn out that way. A very impressive away win for Atletico Cerezo. Moving on into Division 1, Kadaris Town 1, AFC Rose 0. Uh, unfortunate defeat for us against Kadaris Town. Um, I tried my best to kind of keep a clean sheet, made a couple of very good saves. Um, it was a very scrappy game. Decent decent football played, but yeah, it was a very tight affair. I don't think any both either team deserved to win, but on the day one team picked up the win and one team didn't. So we have to move on to next week, as I always say. And in my game of the week, United House nil, London Wednesday seven. I did predict this game would be one sided. I did predict seven goals. I went for a six one win for London Wednesday. Um, but yep, yeah, as I expected, very easy for London Wednesday and they continue at the top of the table in Division 1. Moving on to Division 2, Anatolians 1, AFC Oakwood Reserve 2, Locomotive Thunder 1, Mill Hill Club the Football 10 and Trent Park 5, AFC Edmonton 1. Moving on to Division 3, AFC Muswell Hill 3, London Orient 3, Sopranos 1, Continental 5. And Underdog 6, Whetstone Wanderers, Old Boys 3, into Division 4, Arnus Rangers 4, Highgate Albion 3rd 0, Barnet Salsa 2, Maida Villa 0, and Brotherhood Cozzy 10, NLR 2, into Division 5, only one game, Roman Reporter 2, EC Galaxy 7, into Division 6, Coney Hatch Athletic 2, Edmonton Rovers 1, Enfield Albion 2, North Atletico 2, and New Barnet 1, Northwest Wolves 0. Into the cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, North London Colts 3, New Copper 3, New Copper advancing on penalties 5-4. In the Junior Challenge Cup, Enfield United 3, Cop Fosters 0. In the Premier Cup, Memetric Galata 0. Park Rolls 8, very surprising result there. Even though Park Rolls are the, a Premier Division team, Memetric Galata had beaten takers of the Premier Division and had beaten Hornsey and Highgate as well. So a very big, good result for Park Rolls there in the Premier Cup. Uh, the Bandits 4, Heavy Hitters 5, Zaza 3, Gao also 3, Zaza winning 2-1 on penalties there. I wouldn't want to see the penalty shootout there for it to be 2-1. 
in the intermediate cup. Peckinspore won. Highgate Albion reserves won. Peckinspore advancing on penalties. Bit of a shock there, but a good result for Peckinspore, and they go through to the next round. In the Junior Cup, Inter Mill Hill 2, North London Wanderers 5. In the Barnet Sunday Football League Shield, Armenian Youth Association 0, AFC Muswell Hill 2nd 0. Armenian Youth Association winning on penalties there. In the London Junior Cup, Northumberland Park Rangers 1, Highgate Albion Force 3. And in the Middlesex Premier Cup, Takers 1, Highgate Albion 1. Takers advancing on penalties there. So not a great week for Highgate Albion with three of their teams losing. But we'll move on now to the fixtures. In our Premier Division, only one game. It's our game of the week. Two teams coming off very impressive results. It's Atletico Cerezo taking on Park Rolls. I'm not going to predict as many goals as they scored this week. But I'm going to go for a 3-2 win for Park Rolls there. Into Division 1, Kadaris Town take on Enfield United and Gospel Oak face AC Finchley. Into Division 2, GTFA face AFC Oakwood Reserves. Grange Park take on Locomotive Thunder. Whetstone Wanderers Under-23s take on Anatolians. And AFC Edmonton take on North London Athletic. Into Division 3, North London Colts face Shentry Athletic. Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys take on Continental. Into Division 4, FC Cricklewood face Maida Villa. Gower Phoenix take on Barnet Salsa. NLR face Brotherhood Cozzy. Into Division 5, Cock Fosters face Northwest Galacticos. And Roman Reporters take on Fireside. Into Division 6, we'll go for our game of the week. The two top teams again meet in a rematch. AFC Muswell Hill second. Delivering a big blow a couple of weeks ago to Enfield Albion's hopes. But can Enfield Albion get back in the race? It's Enfield Albion, uh, AFC Muswell Hill taking on Enfield Albion. I'm going to go for another win for Muswell Hill seconds. I'm going to go 3-1. Armenian Youth Association taking on Edmonton Rovers. And North West Wolves taking on Chef Chow and Berbers. Into the cup action in Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. The Wrongans take on Peckinspore and AFC Oakwood face Sopranos. In the Junior Challenge Cup, AFC Muswell Hill take on Arnest Rangers. New Barnet face Camden FC. EC Galaxy take on Highgate Albion Reserves. Highgate Albion Thirds take on North Atletico. In the Intermediate Cup, Trent Park take on AFC Rose. And London Wednesday face Mill Hill Club to football. In the Invitational Cup, New Copper take on Mimicic Galata. Panda face Hornby and Highgate. And South Tottenham United face heavy hitters. In the London Challenge Cup, big game here. Quarter final, Trabzonspor UK take on Bayswater. Uh, Trabzonspor UK have had a phenomenal run in the London Sunday. Um, yeah, London Sunday Challenge Cup this year. Um, all of us at the Barnet League are very proud of them. Um, we hope they can win against this Bayswater team. I think they're from South London. But uh, lots of luck for Traps and Sport UK in that one. In the FA Sunday Cup, Highgate Albion take on Burfield. Um, Highgate Albion have had a couple of 
I think, walkovers in the first couple of rounds. Uh, hopefully they can go well here. A very established club in the Barnet League represent us phenomenally. So hopefully they can advance in that one. In the London Junior Cup, Highgate Albion Falls take on Newlands. And in the Middlesex Premier Cup, I think I did say Park Rolls were in the um, semi-finals last week. It's not. It's actually Gower All-Stars. And they face Club Assyria. Um, that's going to be a very good game as well. Lots of luck to Gower All-Stars in that. Um, join us next week where we'll have the results from all the big games as well as looking forward to the fixtures. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser section of the Selk podcast. Uh, as always, going to run through the results, then the fixtures and also take a look at the Super 6. Starting with the Premier Division, uh, Bournemouth Rovers against Skewbridge was an away walkover. Paxton Rovers 6, Plough and Harrow 4, 6 Bells 2, Brookmans Part 1. In Division 1, Pinewood 1, Stratford Arms 2. In Division 2, Welling Warriors 5, Harpen and Cole Old Boy Reserves 2. In Division 3, AFC Mims 2, Auburn Dynamo 4. Uh, Oceans 11 against Two Willows was a home win walkover. In Division 4, Phoenix Reserves 2, Hertfordshire Vets 1. In Division 5, Royston Rangers Reserves 1, Radlett Town 0. And St Albans Lions 0, Welling Warriors Reserves 10. In the Charity Cup, Hatfield Comets 1, Phoenix A2. St George's against TNF was abandoned due to an injury uh, for a St George's player. Uh, Coatsy, we hope everyone, uh, everyone, sorry, at the Hearts Ad League, hopes you get well soon, mate. A double leg break is uh, is not nice. He's he's undergone surgery and, and hopefully he's he's going to be on the mend. Um, also in the Charity Cup, Wheatsheaf two, Wheat Hampstead eighty nine two, Wheatsheaf winning three two on penalties. In the Intermediate Cup, Marshallswick Rovers four, Royston Rangers two, and St Albans Warriors three, Oaks four. In the Junior Cup, London Coney United 2, Brookmans Park Reserves 2, Brookmans Park Reserves coming out 4-3 on penalties. In the KO Cup, it was Player Packs 1, Queen's Head 5. A lot of cup games this week um, and to, to, to go to league games. Cup's starting to take shape now as well. Games for this Sunday, uh, the 13th of February. Start with the Premier Division, Bournemouth Rovers against Six Bells and Brookmans Park against Skewbridge. In Division 1, Blackbury Jacks against Wheatsheaf and Harpen and Cole Old Boys against AFC London Road Reserves. In Division 2, BWSC against Harpen and Cole Old Boys Reserves. Forever Young People against the Mermaid. Six Bells Reserves against Little Heath. In Division 3, Hatfield Seniors against AFC Mims. Oaks against Auburn Dynamo. And Wheat Hampstead Wanderers against Oceans 11. In Division 4, it's Mermaid Reserves against Stratford Arms Reserves and St Albans Athletic against Hanbury's. In Division 5, London Coney United against Phoenix A. Royston Rangers Reserves against St Albans Warriors and St Albans Lions against Radlett Town. In the Challenge Cup, we have AFC London Road against Pinewood. In the Charity Cup, we have Rosencrown Mosquitoes against Beehive. In the Intermediate Cup, Welling Warriors face Hertfordshire Vets. And in the Junior Cup, it's Marshallswick Rovers against Phoenix Reserves. And also Welling Warriors Reserves against TNF. In the KO Cup, 
Phoenix take on Paxton Rovers and Stratford Arms face Plough and Harrow. So before I go on to this week's Super 6, I'll just take a little look at last week's game of the week, which I said would be um, Paxton Rovers against Plough and Harrow. It didn't disappoint. 10-goal thriller, uh, Paxton coming out on top 6-4. Uh, Jeff from Paxton and uh, Nashi from Plough and Harrow both said about how good a game it was. Really played some really good football at times, both sides, and it was a, it was a really cracking end-to-end game. Lots of goals, so anyone over there watching that would have been, a, would have been very impressed. And well done to Paxton, um, the two informed teams in the Prem doing a... Uh, doing extremely well there and uh, and, and giving everyone a, a run for their, their money's worth. So, on to this week's Super 6 then. So, I picked a few games, a uh, mixture of cup and league again. So, I've gone for Bournemouth Rovers against Six Bells in the Prem. BWFC against Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves in Division 2. St Albans Athletic against Hanbury's in Division 4. London Coney United against Phoenix A, both from Division 5. I believe that's a cup game. Um, St Albans Lions against Radlett Town and Marshallswick Rovers against Phoenix Reserves. So tough, tough ones to choose today. As always, uh, I'm going to in the prem. I'm going to go B with Rovers against Six Bells. B with Rovers beating them last time. Six Bells be out for revenge, but I think it'll be a repeat. I think it'll be a bit closer. I'm going to go for three one to Bournemouth Rovers. Uh, BWSC against Harpen and Cut Old Boy Reserves. BWSC only one point on the board at the moment. Ten points adrift at the bottom of the table. Relegation looming. However, I think they might get something out of this game. Um, at home at Foxcroft, I think they might get a point. So I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw. Uh, St Albans Athletic, I think they'll comfortably beat Hansbury's. I'm going to go for 3-0. In my game of the week, London Coney United against Phoenix A. London Coney United off the back of a brilliant uh, performance last weekend, drawing 2-2 with Britain's Park Reserves, missing out on penalties. Uh, very unlucky, but they're a much improving side from the start of the season, London Coney United, picking up some good results of late. And I think they'll be too strong for Phoenix A. I'm going to go for a 2-0 win for London Coney United. Uh, St Albans Lions and Radlett Town, um, two sides near the bottom of Division 5. I think it'll be honours even now. I'm going to go for a 3-3 draw. And finally, Marshalls with Rovers in good form in Division uh, 5 against Phoenix Reserves, who are, go Reserves sorry, who are going well in Division 4. I think Marshalls will, will give them a really good game in this cup competition. Uh, however, I think uh, Phoenix Reserves will come out on top having a good season. And I'm going to go for a 4-2 Phoenix Reserves win. Um, game of the week, as I said, London Coney United against Phoenix A. That's all for this week. Thanks for your time. Uh, catch you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk Podcast with myself, Simon Finnegan, bringing you a roundup of this week's results, interviews and a look ahead to next week's action. We start with the league action in the Premier Division, where East Morling extend their lead to 7 points over Park Royal, following an emphatic victory over Rubicon, winning 9-1. Goals came from a number of different scorers, with Mackenzie Gardner getting 4, Elliot Gardner 2, and goals for Jack Hislop, Lee Delph and Kane Smith. Andy McGinty fluffed his lines from 4 yards out, and could have made it 10. In Division 2 action, Cox even Farley beating Victor Rangers 6-1. A hat-trick for Daniel Skinner inflicting the damage, along with goals from Marius Bruges, William Humphrey and Nick Townley. James Brooker got the Rangers' reply. Elsewhere, Barming Youth won on the road, beating Invicta Sunday 4-2. 
They had a Lewis Sharp hat-trick and George Tupper goal giving them the win. William Holness got a brace for Sunday but it ended up being in vain as they fell to defeat. Snodland Town are now 9 points clear at the top of the league after winning 5-1 away at Park Royal Reserves. More goals for Ben Twist this week getting two. Jack Marshall also getting a brace and Eddie Phillips with the other Snodland goal. Jason Farp getting the Park Royal goal. In the Challenge Cup action, Labour Angels progressed to the semi-final after winning 5-3 away at Lynn Valley. A brace for Charlie Fitzpatrick and goals for Josh Purvis, Harry Small and Harry Norman gave Angels the victory, despite a valiant effort from Valley and a Will Gentle hat-trick and Thomas Wallace goal. Marder Miners also progressed following a 7-2 home victory against Minter. A pair each for Tyler Money and Robbie Smith, as well as Bradley Watkins and Dylan Fahili goals, and an own goal taking them through. Peter Reibman got a brace for Minter in the second half. In the Invitational Cup, Walnut Wanderers won 3-1 away at Aylesford Under-18s, courtesy of goals from Harry Puncher and Joshua Reid getting two. Kent Sands United drew 2 all with Kingshill Colts and went to penalties, and the 12-yard shootout wasn't on their side as they lost 4-2. Ryan Lovejoy got the two goals during normal game time. Ditton Miners also progressed, courtesy of a 2-1 away win over Maidstone United. And Cross Keys and Maidstone Tempest played out another draw. Jack Hewitt getting a brace and Ryan May on the score sheet for Keys. Hussain Altahir hitting two and Luke Gilbertson also for Tempest. Tempest fell on net four more times in the shootout, taking them through. Leywon City beat Maidstone Kestrels three goals to one. George Davis started the scoring for City, followed by Oscar Mulligan before Matthew Smith wrapped it up. Whitehorse Jaguars defeated Rochester 6-1 at Eccles and Steve Taylor caught up with Glenn Ralph following this one. I'm catching up with uh, Glenn Ralph from Whitehorse Jaguars following your victory this morning over Rochester under-18s in the in the Invitation Cup. So the Invitation Cup is our, our lowest division teams and some of the under-18s to give them a taste of men's football. Had a very windy Eccles as usual. <laughs> so 5-1 uh, out, how do you think that went for you this morning? I thought it went very well. We haven't played very well in the last few games since we come back from Christmas, and that is the best performance we've had since uh, before Christmas. So it was good to get out there. It was good to have the whole squad back and get everyone some minutes on the pitch. Yeah, I don't think they disgraced themselves, really. I mean, a- absolutely not. It's good to give the under-18s a taste of men's football. Um, obviously, they did find it hard. You know, some of us have been playing for a number of years, and uh, we've we've learnt our trade over those years. And um, yeah, but it was good to give them the experience. Yeah, I think they can only improve from that, and uh, they're flying high in, in, their, in their respective division for 18, so uh, it's a good experience for them. So, Invitation Cup, you're into the last eight. There's only four rounds in this cup. You must fancy your chances of pushing all the way and getting to the Gallagher. Um, with the um, a squad we've assembled this year, obviously last year we weren't so good, but with the squad we've got here, we've been looking to push for silverware all over every competition. So, yeah, yeah, we, it's games to go. You know, you don't know who you're going to get, but we We'd like to be a bit confident in trying to get there, yes. And in the league, I think it's you and, and Labourn are vying it out of the top and it's uh, just uh, a matter of goal potentially who can score the most goals. The goal difference is going to be key in, in the league, yeah, yeah so, so it'll be really good. Bit of target practice at training. Definitely. Well, best of luck in the next round. Thanks, Steve, and all involved there. The final game saw Yielding and Ladderford Reserves defeat Barming Youth Under-18s 3-2.
James Dunn getting a brace for Yaldin and Louis Mayer also on the score sheet. Looking ahead now to the 13th of February and we have a fixture programme heavy on league action and two Challenge Cup ties to fill those last two semi-final spots. Who will be bagging a semi this weekend? Let's look at that shortly but first in the Premier Division. East Morning are away to Marden but will be looking to put more distance between them and the chasing pack whilst Marden will be wanting to make the games in hand count starting here. Park Royal face White Horse knowing they need to keep winning and hope the others around them slip up including Morning. Division 1 action sees Barman Blues facing Aylesford Reserves. The away side looking to turn games in hand into wins to get back to the top of the pile. Their challengers there and the current residents at the top are Langley Athletic and they travel to Yielding and Lanningford looking to keep in winning ways. Cogsheath and Farley take on Barman Youth looking to close the gap on their second place opponents in Division 2. Elsewhere Invicta Rangers are at home to Vinters and Invicta Sunday face Park Royal Reserves. A local derby between Laybourne and Snodland Town could see Snodland extend their lead at the top to 12 points if other results go their way. In Division 3, Kent Sands United are at home to Walnut Wanderers and we wanted to keep in the hunt with another win. Len Valley face Yielding and Ladder Reserves and White Horse Jaguars go to Maystone Tempest hoping that they can keep on their winning roll right now at the top of the table. Laybourne City travelled to Parkwood Jupiters, looking to turn games in hand into points to stay in touch with the Jags at the top. And the Challenge Cup action sees Aylesford at home to IGS and East Morning Reserves play cross keys in the other tie. That covers all of the fixtures for the Sunday ahead. Thanks for listening this week and look forward to bringing you the roundup same time next week. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League part of the Selk All Across the League show. Starting with the results from the 6th of February. Rompope Premier. AFC Brixton got a home walkover versus Savalas. Belmont Athletic 2, FC Kuruya 5. And Grand Athletic got a home walkover from Catford Wanderers. Into the John Pitt Senior. Alfresco Dildal nil, Duke Clarence 5, Carpet FC 2, AFC Cordentown nil. Lit Cap got a walkover against FC Rondo. Into Division 1, AFC Cordentown reserves 15, London Lionhearts nil, Honor Oak 2, AFC Charlton 2, Duke FC 1, Greenwich Park Rangers 4. Division 2, AFC Charlton Reserves 5, South London Doves 0, Interfector 3, Bromley Road 5, Petswood Senior Vultures 6, ES Lions 1, Rosen Crown 1, The People's FC 4, Sporting Lions 7, Blues FC 5. No one decided to uh, defend in that game as it seems. Going into the fixtures for the 13th of February. Again, start with the Ron Pope Premier. Belmont Athletic versus AFC Brixton. Catford Wanderers versus FC Karuya. Duke Clarence versus Golden Eagles. 
No, that's not. That's in a cup game. Zavalas versus Emboys. Into the John Pitts Senior. AFC Core in Town versus Brockley Athletic. Carpet FC versus FC Rondo. Division 1. Catford FC versus Bromley Green South. AFC Charlton versus Duke FC. Catford FC versus Honor Oak. London Lionhearts versus AFC Croydon Town Reserves. Into Division 2. Blues FC versus Charlton Reserves. Bromley Road versus Rosen Crown. Petswood Senior versus Sporting Lions. And the People's FC versus Interfector. There's a lot of cup games coming up uh, in the Met League now. Fixtures were drawn two weeks ago. So next week I'll be running through all the fixtures because there's cup games next week. Uh, results. But as always, enjoy the game. Stay safe, injury-free, and see you next week. Bye! Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 6th of February. In the Premier Division, North Watford went to the top of the table after beating the leaders at the start of the morning, Old Falarians, 4-2. Valerians have now suffered back-to-back defeats to rival title contenders in recent weeks to leave their own title ambitions on a knife edge. Carl Penny opened the scoring, firing into the top corner after a good play between him and Ashley Lewis. Then Connor Flanagan doubled the lead with a neat finish at the back post. In the second half, Connor Flanagan doubled his tally and North Watford's third after the keeper's failed clearance left Connor with an open goal to tap the ball into. Going three goals behind seemed to spur Valerians into action and they pulled one back through Charlie Haley after a Dan Woosley corner. Craig Totten then grabbed a second finishing off a square ball from Charlie Haley. With Falarians pushing for a leveller, they were caught out with a ball over the top, allowing Kevin Adodelli to show good composure in beating a defender before slotting past the onrushing keeper to seal the win, leaving his team with a two-point lead at the summit and remaining unbeaten after seven league games. In Division 1, it was Bushy Eagles who gained the bragging rights in the Bushy Derby as they inflicted on local rivals Bushy Rangers a 2-1 defeat, their first in the league so far this season. It looked like Rangers would go top of the table with a win, with leaders Cheshire United not in action, when Jordan Toomey gave them an early lead, slotting home a neat passing move. Eagles, however, drew level when, after a period of pressure, Paul Kenwright levelled. 
Both sides missed chances in the second half and the game looked to be heading towards a draw. Until when, with just 10 minutes left, Daniel Bourne struck low into the bottom corner for what turned out to be the winner. Abbott's Langley's title hopes seemed to be struggling as they dropped points for the second week running as they suffered a 4-1 home defeat to Langleyberry Cricket Club. Jaden Chamberlain netted the Abbott's goal just before the break to reduce the Langleyberry lead 2-1 after they had taken a two-goal advantage during the first half. In the second half, they added two more. Oliver Eilert netted a brace, supported by a goal each from Jamie Madden and Connor Seals for Langleyberry. Cassidy Rangers enjoyed a 6-3 home win over soccer, moving up to fourth place in the table, just four points off the lead with four games in hand. Cassidy went ahead when, after just five minutes, Tom Norris took a short throw to James Craggs, who laid back, back, back off to him to whip in a shot at the near post, which couldn't be held by the soccer keeper. And Joe Mortimer was first to react, smashing home the rebound. Soccer soon drew level through Connor Chapman. And Rangers then went back ahead when Sam Mortimer played a slightly overhit crossfield ball over the back line to Nathan Page. The soccer keeper came to meet the bounce, but unfortunately spilled his collection and left Page with the simplest of tappings into an empty net. The best goal of the game came right on half-time, as a soccer-free kick was cleared by James Craggs, with the ball ending up with Nathan Page on the left wing. Getting past two men and to the byline, he cut back well for Aidan Leslie, with the ball running on, laying it to Rob Mortimer, uh, sorry, to Rob Ladmore, who knocked it on to Taylor Osamondo, whose block shot fell to Joe Mortimer with his back to goal, but had the sense about himself to lay it off once more to Aidan Leslie, who timed a run to meet the ball perfectly to fire hard and low into the left corner. Soccer pulled a second goal back through Calvin Monaghan after a scramble in the box. Cassidy then regained a two-goal lead when Sam Mortimer's corner to the front post was met by Aidan Leslie on the six-yard line to tap in through the keeper's legs for his second of the game. Soccer kept themselves in the contest, though, when they were given a penalty when their winger went around the Rangers' keeper which was dispatched into the right bottom corner by Michael Kofi. Again, though, Rangers hit back almost straight away, with Sam Mortimer completing a hat-trick of assists with another corner, this time arched to the back post for Ron Ladmore to leap above his man to tower ahead of home. The final goal of the game came with Ladmore receiving the ball in the centre of the park and putting the ball over the full-back to Nathan Page on the left, for Page to get to the byline and pull back for Sam Mortimer, 
who ran onto it and met the ball to guide it into the bottom right corner once again. WD gained a vital win over bottom place Ricky ASC by a 4-2 scoreline. Lawrence Manning opened the scoring with two well-taken goals. The third was added by Hamiz Ali and a fourth from Dion Bell. Ricky staged a late fight back uh, and gained a goal from his own half by Dennis Fibsian and a neat finish from George Blanks was enough for the division's basement team to get a two-goal consolation. The only game in Division 2 saw Woodside make it 11 wins from 12 games as they thrashed second from bottom Dunning's bar 8-0. Henry Hardman opened the scoring when he broke free in the box and slotted home. Jack Robinson made it 2-0 when he headed home from a corner. Drew Snailham made it 3-0 before the break when he cut in from the left and slotted home. The goals continued to flow in the second half. Jack Robinson got his second of the game with another header. Then three substitutes came on with half an hour left and all three found the net. Ryan Parkins made it 5-0 after cutting in from the right wing and hitting a thunderous shot across the keeper and in off the post. Charlie Fisher slotted home from close range when he went through on goal to make it 6 Dane Weimar struck the net from over 30 yards out into the top corner to make it 7-0. And Drew Snailham rounded off the scoring with his second of the day when he again cut in from the left and slotted into the far corner. In Division 3, in a battle between two, the two teams of the four attempting to avoid finishing bottom of Division, Rio Rovers and Batchworth, it was Batchworth who ran out 5-3 winners, leaving them four points above Rio, who were at the foot of the table, but with two games in hand as well. Michael Walsh netted a double for Batchworth, with Sam Hollis, Hugh Phillips and Callum Danskin all on target. Rio's goals came from Mitchell Step, Richard McCrossan and an own goal. The game between Wishingwell Watford and Brickettwood Acorns was unfortunately abandoned in the second half with the scores tied at 1-1 due to an incident involving the match referee and one of the teams. This will now be investigated by Hearts FA and the league. Finally, in the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup quarter-finals, Southern Cross produced probably their best performance of the season as they beat BBFC 4-0 to reach, to reach the last four. Gary Wicks, David McDonough, Raph Martins and Stefani Grimes-Ford scoring the goals. They are joined in the semi-finals by 2nd Division Watford Town, who enjoyed a 7-1 win over 3rd Division King George. Joe Smith struck a hat-trick, backed up by a brace from Ben Lawford, alongside a goal each from Alex Nottage and James Hocking. Florjan Belgrew netted the sole King George consolation goal.
That's it for this week, and we look forward to being back with you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.